I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice with increased moisture. Marcus. Marcus, what's increased your moisture this week? I mean, it's just it's just been marvelous, man. You know, good Good times are coming. I'm getting paid this week. It's just wow. Is February just like your big month. It's it's oh wow. I didn't think of that. <laughs> Wait, I didn't. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <sighs> well, let's talk about it. Oh, hey, February is a big month for all of us because first of all, January this year lasted like five years. Like January was the longest month ever. Um. Marcus, you're about to get paid. You're feeling good. I'm going to get married in two weeks. Woot. I mean, yeah, stuff, stuff's going out. We're having the Iowa caucus today. Mm-hmm. I mean, February is a big month. It is. So let's get into it. Now, you would say it's bigger for some people than others, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Mar- Marcus, he's getting paid. That's crazy. That's really yeah. nice. Yeah, a regular paycheck, not like reparations paid or anything. <laughs> yeah, not yet. <laughs> not yet. I did see someone uh, angrily tweeting like Bernie Bros. What do you say about reparations or whatever? Or was it was it Bernie Bros. Was it communists? Usually one of the two, and I was just like, yes, we would support it. Yeah. This person just lost their shit. Yeah, where are the reparations? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, but you're right, Seth. The Iowa caucuses are happening today. It is currently uh, 6:41 p.m., which means the doors have opened and the caucuses start at seven. So wow. we are going to be here uh, recording while the first sort of like uh, move starts to get made. Oh, we should have done like a live stream. We should yes. have like an like Iowa caucus stream. Yeah, because we're good. because if we are the level of technology we are, it would just be me scrolling through Twitter occasionally saying, "Oh, this thing is happening." <laughs> this just did. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus will be yeah. watching the anime, right? And yeah. I would be talking about dicks and jerking off and porn and stuff. <laughs> Okay, listen, we have to combine those two topics, anime and jerks and jerking off and dicks and shit, because I need to talk to the group here, frankly, about something that Marcus did. Uh-oh. Oh, please. T- okay, I've heard a little bit of this. I, I want I want to hear. Uh-oh. Tell me about it. Marcus sent me a recommendation last week oh, okay. for an animated program. <laughs> Marcus just wiped sweat off his forehead. <laughs> I literally heard him say, whew. That was a close one. What do you think I know, Marcus? I mean, we all know a little. Let's be honest. <laughs> too much. What are you worried you about? Know too much already. That's that's the problem. <laughs> well, okay. So Marcus sent me this this anime from Japan uh, called uh, Interspecies Reviewers. Okay, that sounds it's, it's new. It's from this season. You know, just starting. Here's the thing. Marcus sort of tried to explain the concept of it to me beforehand. I'm going to admit, I tuned him out at certain, at certain oh, point and didn't okay. really pay too much attention. That's why you did. I also didn't and read Marcus, anything. how dare you? Not me and you have never tuned out to something Sith was saying. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I just go in, I click play, I was bored, I was like, alright, cool, let's see what this is about. So, have you heard of this show before? Um, I've, I've, it's come up in some of my like circles on Twitter, but I don't. I really don't know mm. much about it. Well, first of all, the main character's name is Stunk. Okay, that's our first hurdle. Is the main character's name is you Stunk? Be like, and if you like the main character, you got to go to your friends and be like, "Yes, I like Stunk this week." <laughs> it's like Stunk was good. Stunk's on top, you know. Oh yeah, he is. Stunk might literally be on top. <laughs> uh, because the show's premise is that it's like a general fantasy world. There's all these different species of people who live together. Mm-hmm. And we're going to focus on one fact about this, and it's that people fuck. 
And it then goes on to talk about how the different characters are different tastes in prostitutes. Now, I'll give it this. The show is sex positive. It's sex work positive. No That's one good. is coerced like in a lot of anime. No one looks like they're fucking suffering like in a lot of anime. Everyone's having a good time. What anime okay? are you watching? You're watching all the Marcus, you know animes I'm watching because you watch them too. <laughs> just because you've erased this from your brain does not mean I have. I mean, Marcus probably has a folder on his computer just said this is just suffering and it's got all these shows <laughs> yeah. in it. Because you can look past these facial expressions that he will make does not mean that I can. All right. Okay, that's fair. So... And they're like, well, we have different tastes. And so let's start a little club where we review prostitutes. And here's the thing. That's the fucking show. There's no conflict. There's no challenge. There's no, like, the only conflict really is that they argue. But no one ever has to, like, prove why they're right or win. It's just, hey, we're going to fuck these prostitutes. We do it. And then we just talk about it. Mm-hmm. And there's no story. I mean, There's no, what is the, what is the, con- Marcus, I want to hear from you. What um, is the conflict? I, so far, Smith's right. There is no conflict. There's no tension. There's no conflict. The, the tension is when they go to like have sex with a different like species. That, that's it. What's tense about it? I mean, it's, did you it's, watch the second episode, the, Smith? The fact that you're at a loss for I'm not for going work. to watch the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so in the second episode, they they're like, okay, what about fairies? Oh, spoilers! Okay. Yeah, spoilers. So they go to like a fairy brothel, and their whole thing is like, all right, they're fairies. We have to measure you to see who can handle what you've got. Oh my god! <laughs> so the human he clocks in at what like I think it was like sixteen centimeters. He's like, whoa, whoa, big guy. There's only two fairies you can get it on with. <laughs> and, like, so they go through, the, like, the whole party. The elf can, like, choose up to 20 different ones. There's a halfling in their party. He can do whatever fairy he wants. And the angel, the angel that joined their party in the first episode, he's too big to have sex with a fairy. So, yeah. Oh, so there's conflict. Yeah. It's too big. It's, it's huge. It's enormous. Okay, well, now, the fairy is not a he, though. Right? Okay, we're not going to talk The sexual politics of the angel are fucked <laughs> the up. The angel has a dick yeah. and a vagina. So. Okay, okay I, I, did, I did the math here real quick in my head because I'm, I'm a super smart guy. Oh, yeah. And 16 centimeters is 6.2 inches. Yeah. It's Japan. So, what's the, what's the fuck? What's the fuck, Marcus? What's the fuck? What do you mean, what's the fuck? Like... <laughs> His his penis is so big. He is the fuck. There's only two fairies he could fuck. Mm-hmm. So, well, okay. So I'm just saying, if you think about this mm-hmm. in realistic terms, uh-huh. what are we saying, Marcus? I'm saying like that's that's like the height of the conflict so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. So since you're saying that his cock is too big, let's talk about a caucus real quick. Oh, <laughs> um, that's a good transition. Yeah, it's probably the oh, best yes. thing we've any of us ever said in this. Um. But yeah, so like you said, the doors have opened for the Iowa caucus, but we do have um, some satellite results in. And mm-hmm. right now they seem to be overwhelmingly Sanders. Yes. Including the Pork Factory caucus, which is my favorite one yet. Yes, the Pork Factory caucus was 14 to 1, Bernie versus Warren, and the one Warren person refused to join with the Bernie people, and so Warren took home no delegates. Mm. Wait, was um, it four- 14 people to one person, or was it 14... 14- Proportions to one proportion. It was for, for 14 per, people to one person. Oh, so it was like 15 people. Yeah. Okay. And, well, the thing is, I don't blame this. I don't blame her for doing it because she was the pre-saint captain for Warren, and it would be a really bad look to go and join the other side. And also, she was friends with everybody. They, they, it wasn't like she was mad or embarrassed or whatever. They all had a good time afterwards, unless they're lunch break. Okay. So it's not like a, a story of hard feelings or anything. Man, it's you just know a lot about this pork factory. Is this a TV show? Yes. Is this the office? Is it going to be called the Pork Factory? <laughs> yes. It's, it's actually called the Jungle 2 Electric Boogaloo. Oh, okay. Man. This is their election episode. That's, that was a good poll. I'll give you that one. That was a good one. That was a good poll. Um, and then there was... Like from the factory. Oh, shit. Um, okay. This is so stupid. <laughs> um, what are we doing here? But yeah, so they've been a lot of... Uh, Bernie so far, but apparently there's one from Florida that has gone in the opposite direction. What happened with them? 
it was 135 uh, snowbirds, you know, old people who moved down to Florida for the for the winter yeah. to escape the, the cold. Uh, no one under the age of 50 at this caucus. And it broke in the weirdest way possible, which was Klobuchar, Buttchug, and then Biden. Wow. Mm. So, I think Klobuchar had like 33, Buttchug had like 26, and Biden had like 13, which is an insane breakdown. So are old people for Klobuchar <laughs> now? Is that like a thing? I mean, I'm not sure those folks representative of anything in particular, but it is good news. If old people are that split between those three candidates, that's going to be bad news for the suck candidates. And yeah. good news for Bernie. <laughs> it's true. And uh, so the other day I, I, I watched the news with a friend. I don't normally watch news. I usually like read about it because I think you know, CNN and all that, I think it's all very dumb. But the news was on and I watched it and I saw a video. It was from a, a, a butt chug I don't know what you call it. It's not a rally, but, you know, he's talking, like a town hall or something. And mm-hmm. he's talking, and he just, in the most bland voice, like, he could voice Siri, honestly. Like, he just has the <laughs> blandest personality and voice. And he's just talking, and some guy in the crowd is like, if you're not the, the nominee for president, I'm not even going to vote. And then he's <laughs> like, well, let's hope I'm the nominee for president then. And I'm like, I want to I want to interview that man who is so mm-hmm. diehard for Butt Chug that he's like, this is my this is the only person I care about. I will I will not rest until this man is president. We should probably capture that man and dissect his brain as he was wrong with him. Yeah, I mean, what I just I don't get it. What 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 is it about this man that attracts these people? Well, there's this ancient uh, at this point two weeks old story about how Butt Chug had his own like please clap moment. Where he, like, yes. he was talking in a rally and he said something was supposed to an audience pop and nothing yeah. happened and he stopped for a second and he went, well, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he basically was like, and I'm proud to be an American! And nothing happened. And he was like, hey, 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 come on. Put your hands together. Yeah. And they were like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess. I don't, And I don't think it's because they weren't into what he was saying. I just think that butt chug candidates don't, or um, supporters just don't have any idea about social cues. And yeah. what is a, a pump-up moment. And then you had last night, you got Bernie Sanders giving a fucking packed out, you know, perform like rally to people in Iowa. And I look over at Biden, yeah, just standing in the middle the of a Fast room. Yeah, the Fast and Furious non-trailer at Bernie Sanders' yeah. rally. It was interesting. <laughs> and Biden's just... And then today, I swear to God, there's a picture of him. He is full on kissing his granddaughter on the mouth with tongue. Uh, uh, he's like he's like a Tom Brady then. Yes, straight Tom Brady. On the mouth kissing a relative. Now, I know. Here's where we're going to talk about some Southern stuff for a second. Marcus, you're also included in this. Because oh, you're from the South as well. I like that Marcus uh, is included in our conversation. Yeah. <laughs> well, Marcus, so, so Marcus nice. says that he's from New York, so let's just go ahead oh, and dispel well, that. It's that. where I was born. Goodness. Oh, well. Where, where, were you, where were you raised? I was raised in Georgia. <laughs> okay. So, But down here, no one kisses their family on the mouth, do they? No. 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 I'm disgusted when people let dogs, like, kiss them in the mouth. Like, eh. On the cheek, sure. Dog ain't human, that's fine. Yeah. Cheek, balls, butt, anything. <laughs> but dog mouth? No thank you. Um, but it's like, you said Tom Brady kiss his son in the mouth, and it's like, oh, people, oh, I kiss my son in the mouth all the time. And I'm like, degenerate, stop. Yeah, that's, don't tell people that. Why are you advertising it? Oh, he thinks it's normal, that's why, apparently. Yeah, that's so fucking weird. It's like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Don't kiss your fingers in the fucking mouth. This is our champion's kiss. Come here, son. In Biden's defense, he probably forgot it was his granddaughter or thought it was just a regular underage girl. Oh Oh my... Dude. (laughs) (laughs) Well... It's so funny, dude. Someone was like, it doesn't matter where you look at this picture, it's all bad. Because they zoomed in on his granddaughter's like hand, and she's like slightly pulling her skirt up a little bit. Oh, yeah. and it, it's just bad. It's all bad. God, is this a picture? Or is this from one of Marcus's anime? I'm so confused. <laughs> it does seem like it'd be an anime plot, to be honest. It kind of does, out of place. Like every anime I've seen. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, Biden is senile, old, racist, and just, I mean, it's, it's really impressive when you look at something like Bernie Sanders and realize how, like, how old he is to realize how well put together he is, mm-hmm. um, probably because he didn't let stuff like capitalism rot his brain uh, and give him a, a sense of self-entitlement. 
And Definitely. uh yeah, it's just really worked out for him because even though he I mean Bernie is what, seventy eight now? Yep. And I mean he puts up just as much of a fight as some of the I mean, the much younger people. I mean much more than Buttchug, who I imagine is what, fifteen years old? So <laughs> The sad thing is I think Buttchug's only like a couple years older than me, which is fucking crazy. Really? I guess he does have to be thirty five. So I I, yeah. I I guess he did maybe he, he did some white out on his birth certificate for that one because he just looks like an infant to me. I mean, he looks like the fucking character from Mad Magazine. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. He looks just like that dude. Yeah, he reminds me. I feel like he had the same upbringing that like uh, George Michael Bluth on the Arrested Development did. He was just oh, yeah. just just kind of like like uh, overshadowed by his dad, who was basically an asshole, but tried to be a nice guy, and now he's just fucked up because of it. Sounds probably like what happened to Buttchug. I'm actually dropping that picture into the uh, Discord chat for you all to see. Oh. Wait, is it him? Uh, oh, 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 oh! Why? Oh. Why have you done this? Marcus, out of all things you should... I watch Interspecies Reviewers. I mean, at least... I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I'm just gonna stop. Okay. Good to know. Marcus, yeah, what do you think gross. the end game of this show is gonna be? Um, what do you... They, sub- they somehow have sex with, like, the demon lord of, like, the bad guy of the universe and somehow save the world. Which, But would that even be a threat? Or would that be a conflict? Kind of. I feel they would just ask him and he'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? Because if you get into the second episode, they, they're nope. pretty democratic. I might as well be dead. <laughs> no, because the orcs apparently control the government and the orcs, mm-hmm. like, low food costs and just high fucking... What is it? What is it? Shit. They like to keep the cost of things low, and they like mm-hmm. to keep everybody working. So everyone likes the orc party. <laughs> so the orc mm-hmm. is just constantly, constantly running the government. So, I have to double back real quick here. Seth, very generous of you to assume the demon lord would be a man. Very generous of you. Yeah. Especially oh. in a thing like this. Yeah, I just, yeah, just kind of used one. I guess they could be like, yeah, why not? It's most definitely a big-titted female. That's just how it is. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah. so that's how they got Marcus on board. I that's mean, it. that's how you usually get me on board for things. Just just to be clear, Marcus, you heard what happened to the show, right? What do you mean? They canceled it. No! Yeah, after three episodes, they're like, this is just pornography. I mean, they canceled it's or true. Drop Funimation. <laughs> I don't, it's I'm, no longer going to be dubbed or simulcast from Funimation. I am so surprised they, like, Funimation was even like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, what was the decision making there? I don't know. Like, Marcus, do you work at Funimation? I, I mean, if I did, I would be like, guys, this is a terrible idea, <laughs> but I am totally on board. <laughs> You can see Marcus's erection through his pants. He's explaining to you why it's a bad idea. Yeah, by the way, one day when we make a documentary about interspecies reviewers, it's going to be called This is a Terrible Idea, but I'm totally down for it. <laughs> but they uh, honestly should have just made the hentai and just, and just, yeah. Or that, that's the other title. They honestly should have just made hentai. <laughs> <laughs> the subtitle. God damn, Seth, you're, just, you're banging her out today, huh? Yeah, I know. Um, um, I'm riding high today. Um, so, yeah, caucuses are happening. And, uh, boy, we're three minutes away now from uh, from the, the initial uh, thing starting off. And one thing, I did say last week, I explained a little bit how caucuses work, and I was wrong about one detail. Um, if, a, if, a, if after the first round of counting, a candidate is below 15%, as we said, they're non-viable. And they are free, the people who went to that line are free to move to different lines. But you could combine your forces with another person below viability and bring them above viability for the second round of counting, which actually is a really bad thing for Biden because it means that Claude Buchar and Butchug people could come together yeah. and, and instead of adding to Biden, they would then combine and make that person like, let's say if like Bernie has 25 and Biden has 20 and the Claude Buchar and Butchug will come together and make a 22 that hurts uh, Biden more than it hurts Bernie. Yeah, that's true. Don't you love it when math just finds its way into your hobbies? 
Math is everywhere, man. Yeah. You can't escape it. It's like you're playing a video game, and you're like, oh, I wonder how to do this. You look it up on Google, and it's like, actually, the, the equation to make the maximum efficiency, I'm like, fuck myself. <laughs> God, I cannot believe I should sit here and bring out a pencil paper and write down equations. That always sucks about out. games, in my opinion, that have, like, stats especially, is there's somebody out there who just does, does the math. They just crunch it out for they you. They do the math, and they just post a guide, and then some people just play the game that way, which, I mean, that's how you want to enjoy a game, whatever. But I just find it very boring. There's no mystery at all. Exactly. Especially with some of these like games where like making decisions is kind of important and like going up a certain skill tree is like really impacts the way you play the game. If you just like mm-hmm. min-max your way through or just find the most optimal path, it's kinda of like I mean, yeah, you you did it right, but you know, just play the game. Who cares? Like, for your second run you can do the most optimal thing ever. Yeah, that's that's how I like to play it. I can't believe I'm saying this, but do you remember Ready Player One? I do remember Ready Player One. Like, that movie does not make any sense at all because someone would have just figured out the best way to do everything. Yeah, there would have been some guy who just is like, oh yeah, you know, this is easy, I did it in a day. And he'd there become a trillionaire. Yeah, there'd be a legion of people who would just yeah. like math it out and figure out the optimal path. And like games don't have that kind of thing where there's mysteries anymore. Like if there's like an MMO or whatever, there's patch notes and you can just read everything beforehand. It's true. There's like there's nothing to it like that. That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, I think it happens very rarely. I think one of the games that did it relatively recently was Breath of the Wild. Like every once in a while, like a couple months after it came out, somebody like, Oh, I just found this new random thing that nobody discovered before. True. And it was like it's very, but it's so lightning in a bottle. Like that's one game out of the thousands that have come out in the past couple of years. And yeah, it's just yeah, there's a lot, of, not a lot of mysteries there anymore. Like as soon as you start playing a game, like a game will come out on a Friday. I'll be at work because you know I have to do that. People will be playing it, and then by the time you get home, you go on like Reddit or Kotaku or something. And like there's like oh, if you go, there's all these secrets and Easter eggs. The the very last boss of the game. I'm like, you've gotten to the last boss already. This yeah, game's like 40 hours long. <laughs> How'd you do that? Had to crank out the YouTube videos, man. Woo. Yeah, I know. The, the, the content industry has really uh, uh, done that to games, where as soon as something comes out, everyone's trying to be the first one to post the, uh, the answer or the guide or the Easter egg. Yeah, it feels like the YouTube craze or whatever... I should say craze. That sounds like an old person way of saying it, but like... You know what I'm saying, right? Like the content, the content fucking the content machine. Mill. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just too much. The thing we're a part of now. Mm. That's true. Should we end this podcast? Are we making too much content? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're we're making the right amount to have fun. You think that'd be, okay. a, that'd be a good thing. Is like you like uh, there should be a law. You can only produce this much content in a month. <laughs> <laughs> well, that <laughs> is communism. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. technically, under communism, you'll have to make however much content you want. That's exactly, exactly true. Yeah, I don't care. Make okay. as much content as you want. I've been holding back. I gotta say, guys, there's some great news today. Rush Limbaugh has cancer. <laughs> yeah, Rush Limbaugh is a couple of days away from death, apparently. Um, <laughs> Couldn't have happened to a fucking worse piece of shit. Yeah, I always remember Rush Limbaugh as being the very sweaty, like over-the-top, angry, fat, loser, Republican guy. And, but I never really heard him speak. I always, like, heard about Rush Limbaugh. I would watch, like, The Daily Show or Colbert Report, and they'd talk about him. And then one day, um, I used to work on a farm, and we had, we had this, like, old truck we would, like, go around and do stuff in. And one day I had to drive it for a while. And the radio station was playing the Rush Limbaugh and Glenn Beck Christmas special. Hmm. what the fuck and yeah it was just a radio show that lasted for like six hours that was just these two insane useless people talking about i don't even remember i mean they, they were literally just like going back and forth saying in- insane stupid like racist shit i'm just like this is what this is something somebody wanted who i mean i can't even imagine wanting to listen to some of this stuff I don't know. It's, it's just one of those things that has never made sense to me. Like, I can understand, like, I mean, if you're a terrible person, because there's much terrible people, but, like, being so terrible that you want to listen to someone that terrible for, like, five to six hours a day, I don't, I just, I've never understood that. Marcus, any thoughts on that? I subject? mean, I'm kind of the same as Seth. I've, I've, I've heard a lot about Rush Limbaugh, and 
I'm sure he's an awful person, but like I've never experienced it personally, so I'm just like, I guess I'm good. You know who Rush Limbaugh always reminded me of? Paul Heyman from the WWE. Oh yeah, the guy who's like Brock Lesnar's manager or whatever. Mm-hmm. They all they seem they look a lot alike to me, and they just have this. I mean, obviously Paul Heyman's a character, but like the character he plays is kind of like WWE Rush Limbaugh almost. Um, but yeah, but seriously, Paul Heyman had more charisma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's an actor, so yeah, he <laughs> he had that going for him. Paul Heyman. I think if I just saw Paul Heyman on the street in full costume, I would think that's a cool dude. I would. I saw Rush Limbaugh and think, fuck this dude up. Yeah. I would boo Paul Heyman out of respect, and I would boo Rush Limbaugh out of hate. <laughs> oh, by the way, what makes it really sweet to me is Rush Limbaugh has long promoted his line of cigars. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. So lung cancer is very poetic in that sense. Have fun at next year's Christmas special, Glenn Beck. You're going to be alone. <laughs> oh, Glenn Beck got re- rehabilitated. Y'all you not see that? No, mm. I was going to ask whatever happened with Glenn Beck. He's, like, hanging out with Sam B now. Really? Yeah, she did, like, a whole episode of her show with him on there. Like, oh, he's cool now. He wears his sweater, and he has funny facial hair. And he's like, don't kill all the brown people. Just kill some of them. Yeah. I don't know. It sucks that this is kind of our, like, even, like, looking back, even, like, The Daily Show wasn't, like, great. But the fact that now all we have is, like, the Sam B stuff. And I mean, I don't know who else. I mean, Trevor Noah, who's I don't know. I guess I guess okay. And then John Oliver, who I mean, I think he's funny, but like some of the politics because he's on HBO are kind of dodgy. Um, mm-hmm. But there's just nobody good anymore. Who who like like if you cannot be a self-respecting liberal in quotes, whatever Sam B claims to be, and have Glenn Beck on your show. Yeah, that's just and not that's how also it works. not for. I think we we often kind of look back at the John Stewart days with like rose tinted glasses, but like somebody posted a video clip recently from back in two thousand three when he talked about uh, do you know who Dennis Kucinich is? Is this the the gay senator? No, he is a but he was a senator who said he would he would appoint a gay or transgender person to the yeah, Supreme yeah, Court. Yeah. And oh three, that was a crazy thing to say, right? Yeah. Um, also, Ollie Kucinich, you're always something crazy. Look up his fucking wife. He's a smoke show, and he's an ugly little oh, wait, goblin. Kucinich ran for president. He did, yeah. Back to, like, for the, the Barack Romney time, right? Yeah, he was in that era, too. Yeah, okay. Uh, but then fucking Jon Stewart, like, plays a clip of him saying he would hire, a tr- he would, like, appoint a transgender Supreme Court judge, and I apologize to everybody that's listening. This is gonna be some transphobic shit he said. He said, yes, all right for the honorable chick with dick. And... yeah. That's what I was it saying. Is, I said, like, yeah. we do look, like, I mean, at the time, I guess we were kind of into John Stewart. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying everything he did was terrible, but, like, he was still, like, by today's standards, like, not that liberal or progressive. Yeah. Um, I think Colbert is the only guy who at this point stands up to me as um, having a the better show, I think. Oh, well, yeah, but Colbert was playing a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moved. And it worked, because he was making fun of the people that we didn't like, and it, it worked perfectly. But on his own show, he's just lame now. He's gotten better. He's gotten better. Has he? Yeah, yeah. He's a funny guy. He he he's gotten better. But yeah, I mean, I mean, late night shows suck anyway. I mean, that's true. Like they all like kind of suck. So who cares? Marcus, do you watch any late night stuff? <clears throat> no, I don't really watch TV anymore. But I do catch um, John Oliver's show because. But I do watch Interspecies Review. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> also that. But yeah, yeah. I like I like John Oliver. He's he's pretty funny. Yeah, that's the thing for me. Like, I think John Oliver's funny, and like when he does like a deep dive on something, it's like interesting. But at the end of the day, some of the stuff he does, like I remember his his Venezuela episode was like very like anti-socialism. And I'm I don't know if John Oliver is socialist or if he's liberal or what. I don't know what he is honestly because since his show is owned by HBO and HBO is owned by like the fucking Clintons and a bunch of other people, you, he kind of has to talk about certain things and in certain ways. And because of, because of that, I think you don't really always see an impartial view of stuff and. Not that anybody's impartial, but yeah, I don't know. I think some of it rubs me the wrong way, but I guess overall he's probably the best one doing it right now. Someone told me to ask you about something, Marcus. It's called Boko No Pico. <laughs> God, I, I knew it was coming. Oh, I had one of those the other day. It's like, an, it's like a bunch oh, of sushi. Oh, really? That's not good. That's not no, good, no, no, Seth. No, no, no. It's like a sushi box, right? That's what I think it was called. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so Marcus, since this is a struck call with you, can you explain Boko no Pico to us? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Someone this. told me that because you sent me this, I had gotten Boko no Pico. <laughs> and so I'm just curious if you could explain that reference to me real quick. Okay, so, so with anime... You know, if you have friends who are curious about it and stuff, and like, yeah, come on, uh, suggest an anime to me. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, you're gonna get Boku no Pico. <laughs> which, okay. which is about these kids, and it's, oh god. Wait, so is Boku no Pico an anime? Yes. Okay. It's an anime that you can watch with, with your eyes. Ugh. But it's, it's, Okay, we gotta, we gotta, I gotta gather myself to do this. Just, we'll come back Please. to it later. Okay, we'll come back to it. Please torture this uh, a little more for us. Yeah. Um, um, <clears throat> uh, more caucus news. By the way, I was wrong earlier, by the way. I forgot, because I'm a dummy, that Iowa is central time. So we're actually an hour away from the caucus starting. My God. Nice. But here's an interesting fact. Now, Seth, this will be good for you, because you're, you're a computer guy. Yep. That's what uh, they call using, me. <laughs> Set the computer guy. Yep. There he comes, right down the road. Uh, Riding on his, his computer. Off, <laughs> swinging his big computer dick off of his computer mount. Um, computers in his holsters. Um, so there's an app they're using this year, uh, like a phone app, to like report the caucus results, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very and computer. first of all, first of all, no one knows who made the app. Might have been mm-hmm. me. The DNC is refusing to tell anyone who made the app. And now they're saying they're having trouble getting it to work. Mm. Mm. So either the app really is shit, or this is going to be a way to fuck over Bernie Sanders. I cannot figure out which one yet. Honestly, it could po- it could be both at the same time. It's true. Maybe it happened by accident. Like, oh yeah, we can use this to fuck him over instead. Cool. Um, now the whole damn thing's broken. That's hilarious. I mean, or terrifying. Like I said, I don't know which one just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, for a long time, there's, there's, there's been this meme that's like, you know, if you ask a, a per, uh, aerospace engineer what's the safest way to travel, it's like, oh, airplanes, obviously. And if you ask a fucking whatever, it doesn't matter. The mathematician how to do this, they're going to say this. And it's like, j- the go- joke goes on and on. And then it's like, oh, and if you ask a computer programmer what's the best way to vote, they'll say, not computer voting. Not, don't report on computers do not vote on computers because someone will fuck it up yeah and that could have been that could be what happened here this reporting app probably just fucks up because that's what happens it happens to me every day at work i'm very bad at my job um, but it, it just happens and yeah i don't i don't know maybe this isn't the right year to switch over but once again this could all just be a plot to fuck over our boy now we'll say this Bernie Sanders' campaign has said they're going to keep track at every caucus location of the numbers for each round and report them independently. And this has pissed off the DNC people so much. Oh, because they like want to rely on the app or whatever? They don't want to. They, they're saying Bernie's going to say, oh, he was in first in, all the, in, in the first round. That's why he has actually the most support. They don't want you to see that, like, they, they don't want you to see the first round numbers because those will look better for Bernie, essentially, before yeah. the consolidations happen. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, at least we know that Bernie is going to keep, be keeping track of this independently. Yeah, leave it up to the old guy to keep everything on paper. That's that's how it should be. Hey, he's heading back to Iowa right now. Nice, nice. Wait, where is he? He was in D.C. for the Oh, the impeachment hearings. hearings. Isn't that a bunch of bullshit that like it basically fucked over him and Warren because they're actually yeah. people who have jobs? Oh, I mean, it, Pelosi most definitely timed it to get them off the campaign trail. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really, hasn't really worked. I feel like those those two are still going to top Iowa, but it was kind of it was obviously a, a move to let like Biden and Butt Chug and all them get uh, more campaign time in. Yeah, Bernie Sanders has got fucking you know uh, AOC and Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and Killer Mike and Nina Turner out there campaigning for him. So it doesn't matter. He's still got people going and doing big events. Yeah. I mean, who's Warren got? Fucking Chrissy Teigen. A bunch of a bunch of comedian, like female comedians, are really in Elizabeth Warren. I've noticed. Yeah, it's weird. Um, like I know Sarah Silverman is is big on Warren, and um, Nikki Glaser, I believe. Some some of the ones I follow on Twitter are really into the Warren thing, and I'm like, I mean, hey, like I said, I mean, 
if I had to, I'd vote for Warren, like, if that was the option. But, like, Biden and one of those guys, I, I just probably wouldn't even vote, to be, to be fair. Yeah. Um... So yeah, it's just like uh, we all. Do y'all remember? Y'all see the thing that happened with Rashida Tlaib booing Hillary Clinton? Yes, that was awesome. Because there's there's been this whole, but I, another campaign against Bernie Sanders because of um, the kind of uh, turmoil we talked about um, with him and Hillary Clinton from last week, where Elizabeth Warren's new thing has been like, you know what, our party first, no matter what, like what we we got to stick together. Um, whereas Bernie has been tough on Hillary, and then of course what's, Rashida, what's her last name? Tlaib. Yeah, Tlaib. She was like, um, she was at some kind of event, and they were all like, hey, you know, well, let's all be nice to each other. And she was like, "Fuck that, boo, Hillary, boo!" <laughs> and people are like, "Oh, this is a, a sign that Bernie supporters don't have like any kind of party solidarity or anything," which is true. We don't. And also, I don't really give a shit. And then, but of course, I mean, Bernie being the guy he is, has been at his rallies and has been like, you know what? I will support whoever is a Democrat nomination if it's not me and all this. Because he did that last time for Hillary and even campaigned harder than she did in states that she didn't go to mm-hmm. to help her. She still lost because she's terrible. Um, so yeah, he'll he'll do it. Like we, Bernie has a track record. He'll he will help out the person who does get the nomination because he's just a, he's just a good guy. So do y'all want to hear my tinfoil hat conspiracy theory right now? Tell me. So Warren has hired a bunch of um, of previously Clinton people. To great work on great campaign. move, obviously. Yeah, loser shit for a loser campaign, in my opinion. Yeah. But, so y'all know about two weeks ago or so it was, I think, that um, uh, Hillary Clinton did an interview or something like that where she said that nobody likes Bernie, yeah. he's never got anything done, and he's just he, nobody likes him. And Bernie kind of just bounced off of her or whatever. But around the same time as we went into now... Coming from Hillary Clinton, the most likable person ever. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, so he, or Warren now, in the final few days before Iowa, and I guess it's happening right now, has changed her entire campaign slogan to Unite the Party. And she's trying to sell herself as a person who can unite the left and right wings of the Democratic Party, which she can't. Yeah, and uh, it's also like basically one of those useless um, slogans because most people aren't like me, and if they're a Democrat, they're just going to vote for whoever is a Democrat. Um, they don't mm-hmm. really care about who, who's up there. So like, uniting the party isn't really going to do much for you. Like, you need to like once once you're president, the party will unite, or, or because we'll have to, or we'll just split apart more. So I mean, I don't know. I just think it's I think it's a really weird move that. I don't know. I feel like she's a little too reactionary. Like she just ju- she immediately jumped on this whole thing because she just wants to find a way to uh, put a hole in Bernie's armor. And I don't know. I, it's just it's really reactionary for me, and it's very, very like a what do you call it when you're like afraid, like a not a scare tactic. That's what you should scare somebody. But basically, very she's panicking. Panic. Yes, yeah, like a panic tactic, basically. And it's I don't know. It's it shows it's a sign of weakness. You know, Marcus, you never got your opinion on Elizabeth Warren. Uh, <clears throat> I, I feel like she's Bernie light. So she 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 says she wants some of the same things, but it, it's not it's not that hard hitting kind of change that we need. That's mm. that's how I feel about Elizabeth Warning. Warning. What what did I just say? <laughs> Elizabeth Warning. Um, <laughs> yes. Which Elizabeth Warning. Elizabeth Warning. <laughs> Everyone, evacuate. There is Elizabeth warning. Danger, old Robinson. Danger. <laughs> yes. Boku no Pico. Oh, um, God. Have we gotten back to that yet, Marcus? I mean, if, if y'all want to do this, sure. We do. We've asked. We're curious. Can, can, you, can you do it briefly? Sure. Bo- Boku okay. no Pico is... Okay, now that I think about the uh, context, it's, it's... God, it's fucking anti. Oh, Jesus. So it's hentai. Yeah. About children. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all we needed to know. Yeah, that's 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 it. Okay, okay but well. what makes it so significant? Why why are people getting fooled with it somehow? Be- because if you're new to anime, you have no idea about the meme. So you <laughs> you go looking for Boku no Pico. You start watching, and it's just like, oh, oh, that's a small child. No, he's trying to get it on with this other child. Nope. It's yeah. 
It's so it's a, pedo porn. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. Mm. But that's, uh, anime that's is a the, wasteland. That's the anime joke, so. So, okay, so it's just like you get tricked into watching pedophile shit, essentially. Yeah. Okay, well, that's not nice. So if Joe Biden got tricked into it, he'd be like, what? Tricked into what? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> oh. Quick, Marcus, what's the, what's the biggest hint, uh, incest hentai? I don't know. <laughs> Marcus, how do you don't not know this? lie to us. I am not lying to y'all. And who, I, who do you take us for? I do not know. A couple of chumps? <laughs> nope, don't know. Next question. <laughs> See, he knows, but he's ashamed to answer the question. <laughs> Not sure. I just don't know. Okay, wait a minute. There's some guy drinking <laughs> chocolate syrup? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who, who, what? Get Calfee. Um, from what? From I don't Tennessee. know what state. Oh, from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, is drinking chocolate syrup. Oh. Yes. Waiting for the state of the... the for the state of the state to begin. Yeah. It's time to destroy America. <laughs> it's time to just start over. Listen, yeah. listen, guys. I do that sometimes. It's not pure chocolate syrup. I just use, like, some milk to get the last bit of chocolate in there. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's, that's exactly. Maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe that's his water bottle. Of all the people on this podcast, you admit to it. We picked the best one. Yeah. The absolute best person who can say, yeah, I drink straight from the chocolate, chocolate syrup bottle. Wait, I we, mean, just, we just glossed over the fact that Martin said this could be his water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> we skipped right over that. And I want to I prance back to it. You know, I you love know, the idea that. that he was like getting ready in the morning and he's like, oh shit, my water bottle. Fuck, God, what do I... God, he takes the chocolate syrup, drinks the rest of it, puts a little milk in there, drinks the rest of it, <laughs> washes it out, fills it up with like a Brita filtered water. Oh, God. That is now eating it on the, the state center. Marcus is busy morning. Oh, yeah. It's rough, man. I can see Marcus sitting in traffic and he reaches over and just master seat full of chocolate syrup bottle full of water. <laughs> yes. He's like, gotta go measure those cookies today. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else looks over and sees you drinking in there. It's like, fuck everything. Uh, <laughs> they just go home and kill themselves. What's the point anymore? He drinks it and he has a little chuckle because he realizes that Netflix made a show called a Russian Doll. Motherfucker! <laughs> truck. <laughs> oh, there it is. Be honest with me, guys. How often do you guys think about that joke? Constantly. I'm just just laying in bed at night and just like, you know, there's a fucking Netflix show called Russian Double. I should probably watch it. I want to see what the fuck it is. It actually is a pretty good show. But missed Uh, opportunity there. I think I think Smith has left. uh, Oh. No longer here. Okay, so uh, tell me more about uh, interspecies galactic battle or whatever it's (laughs) called. Galactic battle. So yeah, they go into space and there are these crazy aliens, kind of like the ones from um, uh, what's the what's what's the thing with where they're on Mars? Total Recall, yeah. Okay, and you're talking. Okay, now you speak my language. Yeah, I yeah. Love Total Recall. <laughs> Is this show like Total Recall? It doesn't it's, sound it's, like it. It's not. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's nothing Damn. like Total Recall. I was trying to take. Should we the space watch somewhere. every episode of Interspecies Battle? And uh, I mean, if it only has three. Sure, yeah. I'm yeah, we can do that. I mean, you've probably already watched them, so... I mean, I've seen two of Oh, you haven't seen three, three yet? No, I haven't I heard three is where it heats up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where, that's where the tension comes I really from. hope someone just, like, claims it and just finishes it the way Netflix. it's supposed to be. do it. Oh, yeah, Netflix. <laughs> the rest of got you. You know, I got some for you. Um, <laughs> Goddamn. We actually yeah. run Smith up. Yeah, I think that's the sign of a good episode, man. Although that's... I don't know if that's actually completely uncommon for anime because I've watched some before that I've been recommended where I'm like in the first episode I'm just like, is there gonna be a plot? Like, what is? Who are these characters? Why do I care? What, is there a conflict at all? I mean, hey, sometimes there isn't. Like, and then and... it happens after a couple episodes, and I'm like, that yeah. wasn't worth it. <laughs> like there was one that oh my god, this this kid he goes to a vending machine, he buys a drink. He opens a drink, takes a sip, his fucking can turns into a girl. And that and that's the anime. It's him and this 
can girl that he's like dating. I I don't know. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Play any video games lately, Marcus? I am playing a lot of Slay the Spire. Really? I've heard it's very good. Oh yeah, it's it's so fun. Like fun time. I've beaten it with the the rogue character, and there's like a weird robot who can summon lightning balls. I beat it with both of them. I'm trying That's to beat nice. it. With the so there's freaking... so there's different runs you can do with this one. Yes, and they okay. even have like a like a leaderboard run with special conditions and rules and stuff. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I didn't. Oh, I just downloaded Children of Morta too because it's on oh, Xbox like Game Pass, baby. Ooh. That's what I was talking about. I was talking about how many games have been made. I was went at a friend's house who just got an Xbox and he has Game Pass. Yeah. I'm scrolling through these games and I'm like, how are there this many video games? Aren't these things, like, hard to make? Like, doesn't it take, like, skill, craft, and time? How yeah. are there this many? Man, there's a lot of people two working on competing snooker video games. Snooker? Two. Do you know what snooker is? I don't know what snooker is. It's basically billiards for people who are too good at billiards, so they have to make a new game out of it. <laughs> okay. So with snooker, you have to, like, hit the balls and all these certain patterns and these certain conditions and the table is bigger and you get certain point values based on it and you can like there's a bunch of math involved wow. and there are two separate snooker video game franchises that are competing wow and they're both on xbox game pass holy crap boy i'm, I'm about to check out some snooker then yeah snooker? what is is happening now i think he locked himself out of his room oh maybe <laughs> he's knocking on the door <laughs> thinking one of us can let him in oh yeah dummy. you should really let him in so come on yeah okay one second creak <laughs> stomp, stomp hello stomp. everyone i'm back oh you stomp. actually opened the door good I shit did. i let him in that's oh, my powers. He he'll let me return. All right, where did you go, crybaby? Yeah. I think he just had a stroke for a little bit. And yeah. I walked outside and I just pissed a little bit and I came back. Uh, a little bit? You didn't finish? <laughs> <laughs> I like to leave, leave a little in the tank. Are you an edger? <laughs> just to, just to keep myself on my toes. Yeah. In case he has to claim some new territory. <laughs> in case I have to claim new territory, I'm going to leave a tiny little droplet of piss. <laughs> Oh, by the way, we uh, earlier we established that Marcus has a very big bladder. Um, so you cut out and say Marcus is a very big blat, and then I didn't hear anything else. Bladder, bladder, gotcha. Yes, um, yeah, that's what we said. Because he, whenever he pees, it takes an hour. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Can you confirm, but, Marcus? Uh, I will not confirm or deny. I like, I like the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery for who? For, for whoever wants to know. Oh, for all those Filipino children. <laughs> yes. yes. And they're like, does Obsessed- it take an hour? Who knows, man. Obsessively tracking every every bit of Marcus's vital yeah. stats. <laughs> they're all Googling Boku no Pico. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Don't do it, young ones. Don't. <laughs> it's too late, Marcus. It's too late. We've, we've corrupted the children. So, um, I have something on top real quick. Please. So, y'all know who Mike Bloomberg is, right? His campaign office is right outside of where I work, yes. Marcus, what do you know about Mike Bloomberg? I mean, he was the mayor of New York, right? Yeah. I know that yeah. Didn't, didn't they just get the rule change where he can be in the debate just because he has a lot of money? Yeah, basically. Wow. Yeah, there's no more like grassroots rule or whatever, so now if you can just self fund yourself you can get on the, the stage. Yeah. Jeez. And he's like just, a billionaire, so. Why does he just buy the presidency from whoever wins then? Shit. Oh, good question, Marcus. Well, Mike Bloomberg is trying to assemble the world's lamest super team, which is every mayor in America, in America basically. Ugh, except great. Pete, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> uh, except for Pete. And so he has gotten uh, Henry Louis Gates Jr. Um, I'm not even going to explain who this guy is. He just, he just sucks, whatever. Uh, but he was asked in an interview where he's endorsing Mike Bloomberg. This is the question, okay? Who do you think his constituency is? And here is his answer. 
I know Mike Bloomberg socially. Every summer I go to a dinner on Martha's Vineyard with Mike Bloomberg. I've argued with him about policies that I didn't like. He is enormously intelligent and capable. When he was mayor, I watched him. He could wear it lightly. It's not like Jimmy Carter or the weight of the world on him. I think that he's tough, and I think he can take on the bully Donald Trump. Very few people can stand it to a bully. Mike's got some bully in him. I think he's good. <laughs> I mean, what? it's just a, some insane babble by another obviously very wealthy person. I mean, mm, yeah. regular people aren't having dinner at Martha's Vineyard. And that's just mm-hmm. not how it works. I Spr- honestly barely know what Martha's Vineyard is. I just know it as a rich person thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and that's that's. I mean, that's stupid. Like you can't be like, oh, we we want to get rid of a bully by putting in a bully. I mean, that's never worked. I mean, when it, and you can argue it works militarily, even then it doesn't really work. We need somebody. We if you're talking about standing up to a bully, we've got guys like Bernie Sanders who will do it. And it's just so. I mean. I don't know who is like he's the one guy I have no idea about. Who is Michael Bloomberg's constituency? Is it just like rich old people? What, well, what? nowhere in that question did he answer the fucking question. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's 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 classic tactic though. You he said Martha's Vineyard, which is like five hundred of the richest assholes in America. That hey, Seth, here's all you got about uh, Martha's Vineyard. We're gonna burn it the fuck down one day. Yeah, today is Martha's Vineyard. Is tomorrow's billionaire graveyard? Exactly. <laughs> Um, but here's the thing. Here, here's why his entire argument is bullshit. Uh, Donald Trump attacked Mike Bloomberg talking about the fact that they are, you know, changed the rules, getting into the debate. And he said, I also heard that Mini Mike is trying to get a crate to stand on uh, on stage because he's a famously very short man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mike Bloomberg lost his goddamn mind. He cannot handle being called short <laughs> because he's friends with Donald Trump who knows what he annoys him. Yeah, and Donald Trump's the same way. We talk about his stupid ass hands. Yeah, and so he said. (laughs) Here's the thing. It's a funny joke that Donald Trump made, and it pissed off Mike Bloomberg. He's not fit to do the fucking job. Well, you know what? To be fair, though, if someone were to go publicly and say that Marcus is too short for something, he'd get very mad too. I would not. Yes, you would. But Marcus isn't sensitive because he's tall. He doesn't need to be told. You you, you were like, if you were to say like, I don't know. I guess for you, Marcus, it'll be, oh, such and such is taller than you, and you know they're not taller than you. If a seven-foot-tall man looked at Marcus and was like, he can't do the job, he's not tall enough, Marcus would be living. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is like, he's too <laughs> short. He can't be president. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is a writer on Veronica Mars now. Just a very interesting really? uh, fact about him. Yeah, he's in the WGA. He writes for the new Veronica Mars show on Hulu. Um, That's weird. Interesting fact about him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also like a novelist, I believe, now. So, multi-talented guy. But, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it just shows that Bloomberg and Trump are basically cut from the same cloth. They're just rich assholes who've always been rich assholes and are very insecure with themselves because they've never really been had to... They've never really been told no. They never really have to do anything anybody else's way. So when you, you attack the small amount of dignity they have, they just go after... They just turn off. Do you know how much money uh, Bloomberg has spent so far on ads? It's a lot. 25. Oh, shit. Damn. Oh, Marcus, you want to finish that? Oh, I was just going to say 25 million. Like. 180 million, my friend. Oh, my God. My Lord. Because he has $50 billion. Oh, yeah. So that was, what, 10 bucks for him? Just... He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it's just like so there was crazy. That... So there was that guy, I think his name was like Jackie Ma or something like that. He's like a, he's like a billionaire or whatever from China. And they're like, oh, he gave $14 million to fight the coronavirus. Do you know how much money that would be for an average American family? No. How much? $33. Wow. Yeah, I remember somebody found out that like proportionally Metallica gave more money than Jeff Bezos for the Australian relief stuff. Yeah. Like, proportionally, they gave like four times as much money as him or something. I mean, you saw that girl who was selling her nudes on Instagram, right? For the yeah. Australia wildfire stuff? Yeah. She gave more than fucking Jeff Bezos did. Yeah. <laughs> and she just, she had, she's not a rich person. She just sold fucking nude photographs and, and more yeah. than fucking my, Jeff Bezos. How much bathwater would it take to save Australia? That's <laughs> now, are we dumping the bathwater on the fires, or are we selling it for money to fight the fire? I mean, it was selling for thirty bucks a pop. So. We sell it, and then you dump it on the fire. 
Oh, okay. So, so you get the relief firefighting of all time. <laughs> you get the relief money and you get actual some some water to help out. Oh shit, y'all! Speaking of firefighters, did you see what's happening in France? Yeah. So apparently, if, I didn't know this until very recently, as in like a couple of days ago. But apparently, in France, the most respected people in the world are firefighters. Yes. And um, the firefighters and the police are currently in a, a battle. And yes. because because they're so respected, the French people are on the firefighter side and are also fighting the police. Well, yeah. the France is in day 20, 25 now as general strike. Yes. And the firefighters aren't being paid until they've joined the strikers and are literally physically fighting the police in the streets. No, I mean, I saw a video of a bunch of like police officers with riot shields running at the firefighters. And they're just like, and then the, the people join in too. And there's like, like four times as many firefighters. And they're just like beating the shit out of them and like pushing them back. Yeah. Well, did you see the firefighters' newest tactic? No. Spraying them with water? Marcus, it's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. The they take water out of them? <laughs> the, the firefighters are setting themselves on fire oh, in their yes, fireproof suits and running at the police. Damn. I did see that. And that is While, the most badass thing ever. Just that's, They just took their name incredibly literally. <laughs> yeah, we were firefighters. <laughs> Just swinging oh. fists while you're going up in flames is insane. Ooh, quick, quick anime plug. Uh, if you want to see some of this in anime form, <laughs> Fire Force. Watch that joke. I was going to say, quick American animation or whatever plug. Uh, and then the Fire Nation attack. And that's what the <laughs> French police are saying. Yes. Um, uh, so, yeah, yeah we need to hilarious. get more like France, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I know. France, Puerto Rico, they're all doing better than... I mean, I was saying, man, we, where's our guillotines at? Like, come on. Like, we can even yes. make, like, little, like, cheese cutter guillotines to get people in the mood. Yeah. We can, I really love that you're calling it a guillotine. Yeah, we, we can most... cut our quesadillas with our guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no hate, Marcus. No hate. You're, you, you don't know French. And you shouldn't. No one should know French. Not yeah. even the French. Not even the hey, French. Hey, even though we pa- love you now. Parlez-vous yes. français? Hmm. Whoa. Yeah. What's happening right now? Yeah. Wait. Are we finally talking to Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> the French market? Marquet? <laughs> yeah. Mar- 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 Marquet? Mar- Marquet? See. We. It is me. We. See. <laughs> see. We. <laughs> Okay. And now we're talking to Marco. Yes. Oh, it's perfect. My God. Marcus is like low key the best person on this podcast. Yeah. No, I think it's Seth. I think it's Seth. <laughs> <laughs> like Seth, Seth isn't constructing these incredibly lazily constructed jokes. Uh, hey, they Marcus, are consistent, and that's they get, true. They get every time. <laughs> But Marcus just bangs out an unintentional, fucking incredible <laughs> phrase. No problem. That's true. It's, it's one of his many talents. Oh, yes. As well as drinking soda that's been out for ten days as if it's brand new. Whoa. Marcus, we've, we have both seen you do this. Listen, man. Just sometimes you just gotta let the carbonation go down. You know? It's a little too much sometimes. <laughs> I've oh, seen I've seen Marcus eat things that would kill normal people. <laughs> yeah, like nails, sure iron stomach. Yeah. What did you say? Like mail? No, like nails. <laughs> oh, okay. Like One time we were, we were walking down the street. There's like a, a loose nail. Marcus like, yeah, this looks good. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Put it right in. Ate it. Can you just see Marcus walk up to a mailbox, crack it open, and grab all the letters inside, <laughs> just start eating them? <laughs> uh, no. His mouth is a paper shredder. Paper is uh, disgusting, though. So. Is it, Marcus? Is it really? It, it really is. I'm so glad Marcus keeps being on this podcast because if anybody else would have quit, by now, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyone else, a one percent less chill than Marcus would have quit. Uh, and we're not paying him either. He's here for free, everybody. Right? Exactly. Mm. I mean, we're right. all here for free, technically. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I was about to say we're obviously getting very low salaries, but Marcus is not paying. <laughs> Wait, you're getting paid. <laughs> oh, uh. <laughs> awkward. So, so stretching his collar out. Ooh. Yeah, I'm actually a uh, Mike Bloomberg in here right now. <laughs> it's like four thousand dollars a month. Dude, this 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 podcast actually costs me money. If you if you really think about it, because I pay for the SoundCloud hosting and I pay for auditions, so really I'm losing money on this podcast. Damn. 
We're all losing money somewhere, buddy. That's true. That's true. Well, since I was wrong about the caucuses, we don't have any uh, new data to disseminate. I think we're kind of we're kind of like uh, we're at the end here. Yeah, I think we're good. That was a good episode. Yeah, Marcus, you got any more uh, business you want to hit? I mean, if anything, I would just want to be fucking upset that f- what was it for the impeachment trial? They're voting to see if you're going to allow witnesses and evidence. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Now, Seth, do you have any thoughts on this? I think it sucks. Because um, bullshit's what it is. This is not. A, this is this, this. Here's the thing. All my attention's been on the election. I don't give a shit about impeachment. They were never going to find them guilty. It was never going to be a thing. But yes, Marcus, it does erode faith in American institutions, and I love that. <sighs> I suppose the more. The more people think that Congress is stupid and busted, the easier it is to bully them into doing stuff. Fascinating. Yeah, that's true. Just tell them, hey, you guys suck, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It'll make it easier for Bernie to bully them around, essentially. Nice. Which you will have to do. But yeah, uh, I think if we're... Uh, I think that's it, y'all. Yeah, uh, we're out of gas. We can wrap it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I... Have been and will be Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. Uh, I have been and will be in perpetuity Seth. You can find me on Twitter at Seth and on Letterboxd at K-Y-N-A-Z-E-R-A-S. I was Marcus. You can still find me at uh, Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And? And I do art for this podcast. Woo. Our theme song is by Ben Powell. He's been on episodes of this show before, uh, especially our movie reviews. He has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they both talk about wrestling, and they're both from the South. So if that sounds interesting, go check it out. We, uh, You can lean on horse water, but you can't make it under it. Uh, fuck uh, Chris Coons and Joe Biden, whoever. Indeed. indeed. Um, man, happy, happy Black History Month, guys. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, we've stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the podcast, baby. We're We're out. out. Peace.